I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in hour number three, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We have been breaking down a lot of the biggest stories that took place over the weekend, explaining why they matter in the larger context, uh, the strike on three different American servicemen that led to uh, their death by Iranian terrorists, also many, many more injured. Uh, $83 million Trump verdict in the E. Jean Carroll lawsuit. The battle over the border and what security is allowed and not allowed between Texas uh, and the Biden administration. All of those stories out there, 800-282-2882. You can react to it. By the way, Josh Hammer from Newsweek is going to join us at 2.30. We'll talk with him uh, about a variety of these stories and more. A little bit of a lighthearted story to start off Hour 3, Buck. And we should mention... John Kirby continuing to update what exactly the United States respond to the latest Iranian terror provocations will be remains to be seen. And obviously that is uh, top of mind for the Biden administration as we speak now. Many of you out there, like Buck and myself, not very confident that Joe Biden is going to be able to find the right measure of response because there have been over 150 attacks this is the first deadly attack on United States uh, troops, but there have been many injured uh, since the October 7th terror attack when Hamas stormed into Israel and killed over 1,200 innocent Israelis. Buck, I don't know if you saw this over the weekend, but we kind of mocked her some on Friday. Alyssa Milano, who supposedly is worth over $10 million, and her husband, who is a CAA agent, uh, a guy who's making probably millions of dollars pretty regularly as a representative of the Hollywood elite. She was raising money for her uh, son's 12-year-old baseball team to go to Cooperstown, New York. Now, you'll remember, Buck, and probably a lot of listeners will as well, I actually got to do this. 
Uh, with my 12-year-old last year, I did the show from up in the Cooperstown, New York area. That's where the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame is. It's extraordinary. If your 12-year-old has an opportunity to go play in this tournament, I highly recommend it. A lot of you out there, 12-year-old baseball, travel ball, I know there are so many of you out there that are parents or grandparents in this universe. You know exactly of which I'm speaking. So, uh, it's not cheap, as you would imagine. Uh, the kids, uh, the, the the amount you have to pay, travel ball in general is not cheap. You have to work hard uh, to, to give your kids the opportunity to do this. So, but Alyssa Milano has... $10 million or more, lives in a house, as you mentioned, Buck, you went and interviewed her there, four or $5 million house in uh, in the L.A. area. Alyssa Milano, by the way, for those of you out there who are younger uh, or sub- way older, you may not be familiar with her, she was on Who's the Boss, that's when she initially became famous, and then she's been on other programs since. She played... Uh... She played Matrix's daughter in Commando as well, for those of you who are true oh, I remember that. action aficionados. Yeah. And then she yeah. was on, wasn't she on, uh, what was the, Charmed. She was on Charmed, uh, which is maybe where she is. Allie just immediately jumps in, Charmed! She was on Charmed! So uh, Allie, huge Charmed fan back in the day. So Buck, she was trying to raise money for her son's Little League team to go and play in Cooperstown. And we pointed out like this is just so tone deaf if you are fortunate enough to have substantial resources more than what you need to take care of your family i would hope that at times you would sometimes make gifts do nice things for the people around you without needing to draw attention to it certainly i would hope that if you are wealthy you are not asking people who have way less money than you to fund the extracurricular activities of your kids so she put up like trying to raise money buck on saturday i saw it there was like 794 dollars outstanding so i went and donated the remaining 794 dollars for Alyssa milano's little league team to be able to go and play and i said i only have one request for that 794 donation from me to get them to go to Cooperstown, New York, I said, I just want the kids to all play in MAGA hats. Alyssa Milano obviously hates Donald Trump, super left-wing. They have not yet responded to my generous $794 donation or my request that they all play in MAGA hats. But... Alyssa Milano Buck also drives a two hundred thousand dollar Porsche. Some of you may say, "Okay, what's the what's your larger an electric here? Porsche Clay?" Because <laughs> she cares about her carbon footprint. Thank you very much. Is it really uh, an elect? Do they have electric Porsches? I didn't even know those existed. Yes. Yeah. Well, oh. it's like I think it's a hybrid, but yes. Um. So what I think is so interesting about this Buck, and I would I would be curious if you would sign off on this. So people say, okay, it's I'm not sorry. that big of a deal. All, all electric, all electric, all just electric. checked. All electric Porsche, yep. Okay. To me, this is the perfect distillation of the Hollywood elite mindset. It is they want massive amounts of resources for themselves, and then they also want you to be making donations to allow them to have the lifestyle that they also want to even think about doing this. And I'll I'll give you a a mention here. 
Frank Siller, our friend who runs Tunnel to Towers, I think he's told this story on the radio before. But some people say, well, why does Frank Siller tunnel the towers? Why does he advertise with Clay and Buck? He advertised with Rush before. You guys have given over $5 million to tunnel to towers, by the way, uh, which is an incredible amount. I'd encourage you, like we always say with Buck and myself, to join us and be able to make those donations. Um, and why does he advertise on Fox News? And Frank will say, and, and I think it's just such an interesting window, and I think it ties in with this Alyssa Milano ridiculousness, uh, Frank will point out that he's tried to raise money on CNN or MSNBC. Their viewers don't donate because they view it as the responsibility of the government to take care of them. They don't take individual responsibility to do things that make the world better. They all believe in collectivism. And some people say, oh, why would you donate? To me... It is just shining such a bright spotlight on her hypocrisy and doing it in a funny way. She still hasn't responded. She clearly could pay for the entire team to to go to Cooperstown, New York. She could probably pay for the entire team to fly on a private jet to Cooperstown, New York. And yet she wants you, people who have far less resources than her, to take care of her responsibilities, but she's not willing to make the same sacrifice herself. And to me, it just is, and it ties in with that Tunnel to Towers angle. Yeah. The people who do the best and give the most often draw the least amount of attention to themselves and believe in individual responsibility as opposed to sort of this collective responsibility. I also think that uh, virtue signaling uh, leftist elites sometimes like to play this game of, yeah, I'm in the struggle too, you know? So she's going through the motions of, yeah, we need to raise money for my son's Little League team, you know, just like everybody else. And they're it's like costume play. It's like they're pretending to be somebody that, you know, that's a totally legitimate thing. If, you know, if you're, uh, you know, the average American family and you're trying to get a trip together and everything else is fun. She's not the average American family, right? Yes. But she wants to present this the, the the pretense of yeah i'm in the struggle just like all of you because a lot of libs these collectivist libs that you're talking about clay they feel tremendous guilt too they don't talk about it very much but it's why they have a lot of the positions they do because they're trying to make up for an insecurity this if all your lib neighbors all your lib family members i'm just going to say it you know your your uh your second cousin um you know who's decided that he loves joe biden and you know voted for obama twice and all this stuff ultimately they take the positions they do at some level i think i mean this is my theory um because they think that it makes other people think better of them they don't actually think about what the actual positions will be um or or what the policy agenda is going to be it's just about i do this because i'm the good person i do this because you know, I'm one of the smart people or the cool people. It's uh, branding. It's like individual personal branding. And a part of it as well for, I think, rich Democrats is, yeah, I'm in the struggle, too. Like, I know what it's like, you know, because they want they, they always advocate for the working class publicly. They pretend to at least. And then they I mean, I've, I've been to Alyssa Milano's house. She lives in like a I don't know, like a six or seven million dollar, you know, Gated mansion. Community in a gated community 30 minutes from downtown LA and or th- from LA and uh you got to go through armed security and a big gate to even get within half a mile of where she lives so 
you know, she's not down with the struggle is my point, but they like to pretend. Isn't it amazing how many people who don't support border security and don't believe in a wall live behind a wall? I I mean, even Joe Biden, his beach house is behind a wall. The number of people who in their own private lives have armed security and a uh, wall to protect them from anybody being able to get into their community that don't support a wall at the border, that don't support funding the police, uh, uh, sorry, that supported defunding the police. They live such lies that I think the hypocrisy is tough to ignore. By the way, Ali, invite Alyssa Milano. I'm sure she won't come, but invite her to come on the show uh, to talk about um, uh, any issue that she wants. She has not responded, Buck. I paid now for the trip, uh, and and she has not responded to my generous offer uh, and and money. All I needed was for the team to play in MAGA hats. So uh, if you want to be entertained a little bit, you can go read about that. I did it on Saturday, and I did it because I just wanted to point out the hypocrisy of what she advocates for versus the reality of her life. Remember, didn't she show up dressed up as a... What was the... What's the show where uh, everybody, like uh, Elizabeth... Uh, the the show where everybody wear the handmaidens tale where everybody wears the, the they all dressed up for like like handmaidens for the Kavanaugh hearings she was there on the front row leading that charge and meanwhile she can't even pay for her own kids to go to play in a little league baseball tournament she wants all of you to give money for them I mean, to be able think to think about do that. think about the level of delusion and mental illness you'd have to have to dress up like the handmaiden or handmaid's tale or whatever um to show up at Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court confirmation hearings based on the obviously absurd. And remember, there were many other allegations of rape that were made that were so crazy and so easily disprovable that Democrats pretended that they weren't even happening because they knew that it would undermine the three obviously false ones that they did come forward with. But I mean, imagine being that gullible and and that uh, obscene in your political beliefs and, and what you think that you would show up. This is a guy who like coaches girls basketball. He's a dad. He's a husband. Every woman who'd ever worked for him said that he was incredibly uh, encouraging and fair and didn't have a sexist bone in his body. And they tried to ritually sacrifice yes. him, him in front of the entire country. It was demonic. It was it was the stuff of Moloch what they did to Brett Kavanaugh. Buck, they tried to get him kicked off of being able to be a volunteer basketball coach for his little girl's team. Yeah, they didn't just try like to strip a, as, him as, as if he's like a sex offender. I yeah. mean, the whole, it was insane. What they did, I will never forgive them for that. I will never forget that. I will never forgive Kamala Harris for it. I should be even harder than I am, I think, on what an atrocious politician Harris is. I just have to remind myself of that. Um, but yeah, Alyssa Milano was part of that whole... Uh, that whole mob that was trying to destroy him. I mean, that was the whole point of it, to destroy You know him. how hard it is to even get coaches to coach Little League teams these days? I mean, tons of you out there listening. People are so busy, they don't necessarily want to even take on the responsibility of doing it. And they tried not only to keep him off the Supreme Court, which was indefensible, they tried to tell him he couldn't coach an 11-year-old girls basketball team. Did I tell you how I ended up coaching JV high school soccer at my high school in New York because the headmaster called me and he's like, look, we we had it. We had somebody who said they could do it and now they can't. Something came up. So either you coach or we don't have a JV team. It was it was a week before the season started.
That was it. So I said, I mean, well, my wife coached soccer this past uh, this past fall, Buck, because they were going to do away with the team. Uh, on my my nine year old wanted to play soccer, and they didn't have a coach. And they said, unless somebody signs up right now, we're going to disband this team because yeah. the guy who was going to coach moved. And I'll tell you something. I mean, other than doing radio, um, the most fun job, I mean, and just pure enjoyment I've ever had in terms of just joy was definitely coaching soccer. It was, yeah. it was great fun. I mean, it was, we also went like 10, one and one or something, NBD, yeah. city semifinals. I mean, whatever. Who's counting? That's pretty good. Yeah. I've, I've loved, I've coached basketball. I've coached baseball. I've coached soccer now. Um, for all my boys at some point. What in do you time. think you're the best coach at, at coaching? What are you the best at coaching? Well, it depends on age, right? Because the kids are now like they're they're better than me. Like if you had to coach in like a high school a high school level team, what would be the best sport for you to coach? Team sport, although you know tennis doesn't. Oh, that's a good question. I think probably baseball. I mean, it's hard. I think it's harder to screw up baseball than it is football or basketball. Um, I think there's a less and baseball guy's going to be fired up at me now, but I think there's less um decision making from a coach that screws things up. Um, whereas in football, like I mean, if you're not a great football coach, your team's a disaster. Um, and uh, and same thing in basketball if you don't prep them very much. Uh, huge data breach revealed last week. For people paying attention to online identity theft, as big as it gets, a massive data leak, billions upon billions of records from previous breaches, newly stolen, uh, stolen data, privately sold databases been exposed. Most of the data considered sensitive, and if exploited, cyber criminals can use this info to commit identity theft. It's a reminder that having identity theft protection, not only smart, but necessary. That's why Buck and I are both LifeLock members. LifeLock, leader in protecting your online identity. They can't stop identity theft, but their systems can very often detect when they see problems and immediately alert you. Their systems will sift through billions of online transactions every year, 24-7, notify you by text, phone, and email when they become suspicious. If you become a victim of identity theft, dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialists will work to fix it. Sign up today with LifeLock. Easy. LifeLock.com. You can also call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Use promo code CLAY. That's my name to save 25% in the first year. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, is that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. 
I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I got a quick turnaround here, so let's just say we'll take some of your calls when we come back, 800-282-2882. Do you see this, Clay? Uh, Nikki Haley rips the RNC calling for her to drop out, accuses them of stacking the deck and says they are not an honest broker. Um, are we just do we just not have to talk about Nikki Haley stuff until South Carolina or until it gets close? Is that where we are? Because I think she's not living in reality. I think this is already decided. I mean, even Joe Biden has already come out and said Trump's going to be the nominee. It feels to me like Trump and Biden are both firing away at each other. And I guess Nikki Haley now is going around in South Carolina trying to rally her troops, but she's down 20-some-odd points in South Carolina. This thing's over. So I don't know, again, the same way we were asking about how Ron DeSantis wants to go out. Does Nikki Haley want to go out losing by 20 points in her home state? I guess she does. Maybe she'll drop out after another couple of weeks when nobody's paying attention to her, but it feels like... She's kind of speaking to nobody, Buck. And by the way, if you want to speak to everybody and save money while doing it, I can save you $1,000 over the course of this year if you just go join Pure Talk right now. Buck has a Pure Talk phone. My family have Pure Talk phones. In fact, I was just texting my new 16-year-old, he turned 16 over the weekend, on his Pure Talk phone about where I'm going to be. i got a basketball game to go meet him for with my 13-year-old. A lot of different moving parts. If you have a family with a lot of different kids, a lot of different moving parts, you probably need multiple phones. That can get expensive. Why not save money right now with Pure Talk, a company that embraces your values and will save you up to $1,000 over the course of a year? How much difference would $1,000 make at the end of the year when you're buying all those Christmas presents, when you're trying to get your family budget in order? Why not get signed up right now? Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck to join us and make the switch pound 250 say clay and buck an additional 50% off your first month that's pound 250 got a new podcast he's launching soon he writes at newsweek josh hammer joins us now josh appreciate you coming on um we dove in right at the start of the show to the $83 million verdict that Donald Trump got hit by in the latest E. Jean Carroll civil lawsuit. Uh, it's one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I mean, he's getting charged with defamation for saying he didn't sexually assault someone, which seems like if he didn't say that, she would be defaming him. 
Uh, what am I missing here, or do you think this is as bonkers as I do? Clay, great to join you guys. I think it's as bonkers as you do. I mean, the analogy that I drew this morning on my new show, America on Trial, which is a podcast we launched today to cover all of the various legal drama about the 2024 election, the analogy that I made on the podcast this morning was I, I was thinking back to Brett Kavanaugh. I mean, let's think back to September 2018, back when Christine Blasey Ford was defaming him, when, when she was accusing him of doing things that he did not do. And then, Clay, if you remember, Kavanaugh gets up there in that long hearing in late September, very tense hearing, and he robustly defends himself, and he accuses Senate Democrats of trying to seek revenge for the Clintons. And his critics in the media, the liberals, the Democratic senators there on the dais, they said, oh, he's not acting judicial. This is not how you want a Supreme Court justice to act. To which I responded, what what in the world are you talking about? If we are choosing someone to be a U.S. Supreme Court justice or here with Trump, if we are choosing someone to be a U.S. president, I want someone who, when he is accused of groping, sexually assaulting, rape or something of that sort, I want someone who's going to stand his ground and defend his character and integrity. So it's absolutely as ridiculous as you say it is. It's doubly or triply ridiculous, because if you look at the actual numbers involved here, Clay, you had 18.3 18.3 million in compensatory damages. I'm not sure how exactly how they calculated that. That's basically what the jury says was required to make her whole again. To, that's restitution. And then they had 65 million in punitive damages on top of that. I think that's probably even unconstitutional when you have punitive damages that so far exceed compensatory damages. The Supreme Court for the past 25, 30 years has really been trying to crack down on punitive damages. I think Trump has a very, very strong case here on appeal. Speaking of Josh Hammer, he's got a new podcast launched out there today, America on Trial with Josh Hammer. Uh, And Josh, in terms of the legal wrangling as you see it uh, in, in Texas and with the federal government and this razor wire situation, do you have any expectations that this is going to now get escalated? Do you think the Biden regime is going to back off and, and ultimately is this just the is this going to stay with a very limited decision to say yeah okay federal government can remove wire where they want to remove it and that's that i think that's probably where it's going to stay i, I i'm not sure that it's going to heat up more than that for the very simple reason that in an election year like this where joe biden is very worried looking at the polls. He's looking at an approval rating when it comes to the immigration issue, Buck. He's looking at an approval rating of something like 25, 30 points underwater, maybe 20, maybe 20 points underwater on a good day. Facing those political headwinds, he is not going to want to put himself in a position where he's actually having a showdown with Greg Abbott and the Texas Department of Public Safety and the Texas Rangers at the border. So the order from the Supreme Court last week effectively says that U.S. Border Patrol can go in and snip razor wire. It says nothing whatsoever about whether Texas can actually install new wire. So they're going to keep on doing that, or at least they should, and it becomes something of a Mexican standoff, pun very much intended, obviously, between who's going to drop their weapon first. And again, with those political headwinds and the polling as it is, I think that Joe Biden is going to drop his weapons, both literally and proverbially speaking, first. So I think that Abbott and Texas are going to stand strong here. They're backed by all the Republican governors, except for Scott up in Vermont. They're going to stand strong and they're going to come out looking really good at this. This is a huge political victory in the making for Greg Abbott, I think, in Texas. 
Josh, when you look at the uh, number of trials, you're doing the new podcast, breaking down all the legal situation. Uh, New York City, Washington, D.C., South Florida, and Atlanta. How many of those do you think will go to trial and be resolved before nine months from now when all of us have the opportunity to go out and vote in November? Clay, I'm not entirely sure that any of them will be resolved, to be honest with you. Obviously, the prosecutors are going to do everything they, they possibly can to, to get these trials finished before then. The, the Florida case, the Mar-a-Lago case, they're, they're looking like around May, the trial date's actually going to start. You know, Fonnie Willis in Georgia, right now they're talking about August. That's a, that's a long ways away. And that's to say nothing. I mean, it was just on Friday the Georgia State Senate created this new committee by a vote of 30 to 19 to look into whether she is misallocating taxpayer resources there in Georgia. She's got her own sex scandal. She's got a, she's got a scandal of her own there. So that, that's probably not going to get underway anytime soon. I, I think if there's one case that actually could make it to the finish line before the November election, it, it, it probably actually is Alvin Bragg in, in New York City. And that actually militates very favorably for Donald Trump. That's actually a great thing for Trump if that's the only case that can make it across the finish line because it is so transparently stupid, Clay. It is just it is so transparently a frivolous case. At the time that Alvin Bragg unveiled those charges last April, you had even liberal commentators, the Jake Tappers of the world, people like that, who couldn't even bring themselves to defend it. The New York Times editorial board was even less than enthusiastic itself. So if that really is the one case that Alvin Bragg can squeeze in here before the, the November election. I think that Trump can make a big stink out of that. He would be proper and right to make a big stink out of that. So I don't think the politics of this, based on that timeline, are necessarily going to be too terrible for him. If I'm right, of course, there's, there's a million variables here. Josh Hammer, everybody. America on trial with Josh Hammer, the new podcast that is out today. Go check it out wherever you get your podcasts. I, I would suggest the iHeart app. Start there. Josh, thanks for being with us, man. Great to talk to you. Always a pleasure, guys. Thank you. You know, Clay, over the weekend, I had to text a buddy of ours, the CEO of Chalk. You know, I had to tell him, I said, look, first off, I got a little crazy over the holidays, so things have gotten a little a little fluffy, a little squishy around the middle, and I got to take care of this. I got to get after it. I got to get to the gym. But I'm out. I was out of my Chad mode from Chalk. I love Chad mode. This is the pre-workout that I was using until a month or so ago when I got a little lazy. But now I'm back, and I need my Chad mode to get me fired up and to stay with my New Year's resolution of at least look like you did last year, Buck. Don't just give up and decide that you can start wearing, you know, moo-moos around the house. You're or, married uh, now, you know. but you can't t- get, get the dad bod going yet. You've yeah, gotta i got to be a dad a before I go in. full dad bod. Yes. Things have just not really been going my way. But Chad mode is super helpful as a uh, as a pre-workout. I've also been using it for writing, and I will say the writing has been phenomenal thanks to Chad mode because I have a lot of energy and a lot of focus Chalk is the company that makes this, choq.com. Also, for those of you who want to do something a little more holistic, a little more top to bottom to give you extra mood, energy, boosting all these things, uh, you got to check out the Male Vitality Stack from Chalk. It contains all natural ingredients, and they can provide the ultimate daily boost for American men who need a little more oomph to get through their day. So get yourself set up with a subscription of Chalk. Look, I, I take this stuff. I'm a big fan of what Chalk has to offer, and it really helps me get through the day. Now through the end of February, Chalk is offering a massive discount on any subscription for life exclusive to you, this audience. Visit Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. 
Use code Buck to unlock this lock this exclusive February only offer. That's chalk c h o q dot com. Use promo code Buck. Try the Mill Vitality Stack, and if you just want Focus Energy Drive for the workouts, for getting things done at at the office, try Chad Mode from Chalk. Go to c h o q dot com. Use promo code Buck. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do is that is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're closing up shop here on Clay and Buck for the day. Thanks for rolling here with us. Um, I just thought it was interesting. We didn't get much into the partisan politics today. You know, there's an election this year. Less than a year away. In fact, now nine months. Is it nine months? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, a little bit over. So isn't that eleven months? What's how's my math? Well, I guess February ten months, right? Be nine. It'll be nine months on February fifth from the election date. Wow. Somebody correct me if my math is wrong, but I think it's nine months, almost exactly nine months and a week from today. So it's coming up. It's going to happen. It's going to be interesting. What are Democrats really going to do? We keep asking this question. I don't think anyone has any good answers. I know people say, oh, they're going to change out the candidate. Okay, whatever, fine. In the meantime, though, they got to do something. And this was, this was pretty, uh, <laughs> this is a real moment for, uh, for Gavin Newsom and, and, uh, his take on Joe Biden. This is cut 12. He's just, he's just so 
so uh, unbelievably aghast at the notion that anybody would think Joe Biden's not a great candidate. Play 12. Who in their mind would want to run uh, when you have someone of such esteem as our incumbent president of the United States with a record of accomplishments and a man of character, a man of decency. I'm old school. Talk about loyalty. I'll I'll go to ends of the earth for this guy. I really would. (laughs) Clay, I, I think that Gavin Newsom, this is my take on him as a politician. I think he enjoys bald face lying more than any other politician in America. I didn't say he's better at it or does it more, although he's close. I think he likes it. I think there's something that gets him excited about looking you right in the eyes and telling the most obvious possible lies. There is no one who agrees with what Joe, with maybe Joe Biden actually agrees with what uh, Gavin Newsom just said. Buck, did you see the numbers out? This is from uh, Reuters. Do you think Joe Biden should run for president in 2024? Uh, agree. 70% should not run. Only 22% of people think he should run for re-election. And then the question, at 81 years old, Joe Biden is too old to work in government. 74% agree. Do you know how hard it is to get 74% of people to agree on anything in America today? And so when I saw those quotes from Gavin Newsom, I mean, they were just such clear lies. And I'm going to be honest, I have a new favorite Democrat. It's John Mm -hmm. Fetterman. John Fetterman, Buck, did you see over the weekend, he was waving the Israeli flag while he was getting taunted. Maybe he's going to let me down like uh, my boy Gavin Newsom has let me down. I was going to say, you've you've traded in... You've traded in your uh, your Chardonnay glasses with Mr. Gavin Newsom for a handle of pop-off and a hoodie with Mr. Fetterman. I, I have. I thought Fetter, uh, Gavin Newsom got so obliterated by Ron DeSantis that it was impossible for me to still want to go have a glass of wine with him at French Laundry. I just I didn't it didn't have the same appeal anymore. And now Fetterman and his hoodies and his jean shorts. And his Israeli flags and his typical inability to actually speak, despite the fact he's a senator, he's kind of got my eye. I saw all these Palestinian protesters chanting at him. Maybe we'll play that audio for you tomorrow. And he just went right to the roof and started waving his Israeli flag. I don't know. Somehow, Buck, it feels like he got red-pilled when he went in for uh, for the depression treatment. He's come out and said a lot of things that make a tremendous amount of sense. Look, what what he's saying is good. Whether people think that he will revert to his old ways or this is some kind of a a long con or not, the words that he is using to talk about uh, Israel and I think actually the wasn't he did he say something good on yeah, the yeah he said the border is a disaster and we need to yeah. clean it up and we should have a wa- listen to cut twenty five by the way Buck I don't think you heard this this is Fetterman getting taunted over the weekend by these crazy protesters. Fetterman, Fetterman, you can- So instead of hiding, he just walked out on his roof. You can hear those protesters there and started to wave the Israeli flag. So uh, credit to John Fetterman for standing up at all these crazy lunatics. And let me just reemphasize this, because I think you're on the same page as with me, Buck, here. Democrat, Republican, Independent, Judge, whatever your philosophies are, there should not be protesters showing up outside of residences and able to stand on the sidewalk or in the front yard and just chant 
and protest at your home. There's lots of places if you disagree with somebody, even if they are uh, diametrically opposed to me on political issues, they got kids, they got families. You shouldn't be showing up in residential neighborhoods chanting outside of homes to me. Uh, and I wish the federal government had had enforced the law that doesn't allow that outside of Supreme Court justice homes. Because I think, to me, that's just beyond the pale. We can agree or disagree on a lot of things. Nobody at their individual home, should, and, and not to mention well, everybody else who lives around them, should be subjected to people just screaming on the roads outside of the home. In the case of the Supreme Court justices, it's explicitly illegal under federal yes. law as well. And And that was what was so... Uh, really awful about the inaction from Merrick Garland, uh, and and the way I always explain this to anybody who wanted to you know debate this point is, it's not just for Supreme Court justices. Imagine you know if I were if I were a mob guy on trial for murder, could I pay a hundred people to camp outside the home of a federal judge presiding over my trial? And shout and you know keep them no. all. Yes. Throw- of course not. It's intimidating yeah. the judiciary. It's the most obvious thing in the world. And Merrick Garland did nothing because it was about abortion. And killing tiny babies is absolutely the most important thing to so many Democrats. More important than any other freedom. More important than any other right. So that's what it ended up being. And that's the way that, uh, you know, once again, Merrick Garland failed the law. All right, here we go. We got some VIP emails here, Clay. Uh, Teresa writes... Mr. Travis, since you were so giving when Alyssa Milano needed money for her son's trip, would you be willing to help with eight private baseball lessons for my 10-year-old grandson? <laughs> he will wear a MAGA hat for each and every lesson. Thanks very much, I, and God bless. She even I, offered you some good some good coin here, my friend. 475 bucks. You put a number to it. Uh, yeah, look, I appreciate um, all the people out there whose sons are becoming the next great Major League Baseball superhero. Um, but in general, I'm not going to be in the business of, uh, of funding the entire American baseball establishment. I would say if you get a chance to go to Cooperstown, New York, you should go. It's a beautiful town. Summer spectacular Hudson Valley beyond. I think, uh, I think I just messed up. The Hudson Valley is on the east side of the state, but it is beautiful. Is it the Adirondacks? I'm not sure exactly what the mountain range is in Adirondacks. Boom. I got that one right. All right. Beautiful up there. Uh, I was really, uh, we, we had a spectacular time. Not a cold weather guy, but in the summer, it's beautiful. Paul writes in, I think we got a Nikki Haley supporter here. Why should Nikki Haley drop out when she is obviously quite confident that Trump is going to be convicted before the 2024 election? Quoting your deity, Donald Trump, I call that smart. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, my deity um, is not Donald Trump, but I appreciate appreciate. Oh, no, I think so. Uh, no, this this one's I'm I'm getting the heat on this one. I was the one who was talking about her dropping out. Well, right? I mean, I she should drop out because once you can't win, you should drop out. If you believe that Trump, what I mean, what he's going to get convicted and not no longer be able to be the Republican nominee, I I don't think that's likely. But if for some reason Trump had a health or legal related issue that didn't allow him to continue then there would be a vote at the Republican National Convention for someone to replace him. But it wouldn't matter whether Nikki Haley had stayed in the race or not uh, in terms of whether she would be the nominee. Hence, she would not. Um, I think it would be Ron DeSantis. But Ron DeSantis has also suspended his campaign. Once you can't win, I think you should suspend the campaign. Uh, that's what makes sense to me. I, I, I think that... There's going to be some big things that happen that we can't even predict right now. But we will be here with you every step of the way, even as the unexpected happens. Thanks for rolling with us. Make sure you subscribe to the Clay and Buck podcast. Uh, We've got great shows in there. And, uh, yeah, extra content. 
See you tomorrow. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 